Today on the show, I'm happy to have Jesse Waters. He's the co-founder of Triforce Energy. They're setting the standard for technical solar field services. And he's going to share a story with us about how he jumped from being a union electrician to the renewables field and creating his own solar company. So Jesse, thanks for being on the show. Would you start sharing that story? Yeah, thanks for having me, Chad. Yeah, sure. So I originally, when I started off my career, 23, I became a union commercial apprentice electrician. I went through a five-year apprenticeship. It was great working full-time, but go to school a couple of nights during the week and completed the program. I was working as a union guy for years. And then around 2007, 2008, the economy took a big, big dip, especially in construction. So I needed to find the next step. I didn't want to be a laid off guy. I wanted to, I want to stay employed, create a family, create a life. And uh, it was right around the time that like the new green energy efficiency, everything wave hit. So I've always been a little bit of a hippie at heart and definitely dig the green side. So I started looking into LED lighting, efficiency improvements, and then I found renewables. So that just, that, that changed everything for me. And when I, I talked to a couple of people on my network and, and was referred to connect with the president of the Mid-Atlantic Renewable Energy Association out in Pennsylvania. His name is Bill Hennessy. He passed away about last year now, but he was my first and my first solar mentor. So I was taking a leap jumping in. I didn't know much about business at all, but I needed to take a crack at it. So as I was learning and during that time, right around, like, right around 2009, I was going through some health issues, I had Lyme's disease from a deer tick. I had a second knee surgery, laid off at the time, new business owner. So it was, it was a rough, rocky road in the beginning, but I just kept plugging through and pushing forward. So under the tutelage of Bill, he pushed me to take a couple of solar classes, PV 101. And then about a year or two later, I had an opportunity to become a, the first solar instructor at a community college in Pennsylvania and also taught in my union hall. So it was, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was a great ride in the beginning, a lot to learn, a lot of new things, stepping outside my comfort zone and I was going through hard stuff, but it's uh panned out so far. How did you stay optimistic about the future with health issues? How did you keep pushing forward? The one thing that I've always kept in my life and that, that I hold really near and dear to me is, you know, I'll say to myself or say to others at times is. You're going to fall in potholes on your path. It's everything you go through, just stepping stones, but sometimes you're going to miss one of the stepping stones, fall in a pothole. The trick is to get out of that hole as fast as you can. Don't look back and just keep moving forward. So that's just something I've always done throughout my personal life and my professional life. Are you glad you made the jump into entrepreneurship? Absolutely. Absolutely. Entrepreneurship is, it, it really allows you to take your experiences and, and mold and create something that, that is very fitting for you. There's lots of freedom. There's lots of wins, losses, learning experiences, but I, I honestly could not be happier. Trying it back then when I was around, I think I was around 30, 30, 31 or so. I'm 45 now. We started the business two years ago. So with a young family, wife and two kids. So that was a struggle that I could also add into this, but just being a business owner and taking care of our clients is just the most rewarding thing that there is. So what business were you in before you started Triforce? So before I started Triforce, I was working as the director of commercial operations for a national technical asset management firm called Omnidium. Had a great ride over there, really, really great company, great culture, and they're on a mission. They're on a mission to break into the commercial space of TV installs and their primary residential 
And then I came on board with some others from a, a previous company that we were with in Hoboken called PV Pros. And uh, yeah, we, I worked there for about almost two and a half, three years. And I found a gap in their business model, risk area. And, and I talked to the execs and shared my thoughts about it. And I said, listen, I, I have a plan that's going to fix this gap, but I need to leave the company. So right now I'm on that mission to finish creating that model and, and solving that problem long-term. What was that problem? The problem is lack of standardization and consistency amongst field service companies throughout, throughout the country. I was on the board of directors for the Amicus O&M Cooperative, so I got to see a lot of inside details of how all these different service companies operate. And unfortunately, being a younger, newer industry, there, have, there hasn't really been solid standards set. So our goal in Triforce Energy is to create that consistency. Somewhat of a franchise model, but, but definitely not a franchise at this point. What we want to do is we want to we want to share our knowledge and experience and, and, and the support that we were giving, given growing up in our, our solar and electrical careers, my business partner and I, we want to give that back. We want to give that back to younger people. We want to help support veterans and others coming out of school or going through hardships and share with them what we learned and what we know. <laughs> Excuse me. And we want to create these smaller, more local, regional mom and pop shop type businesses throughout the country in each state, but they are, each one of those regions are regional business owners or partners of ours with regional technicians that service regional and local solar assets. So that's the, that's the plan so far. And, and, and we're making a lot of headway really, really quickly. We started the company about two years ago. We went fully live with it uh, about a year and a half ago. And in less than a year, we already had six full-time employees. So it's been a really rapid ramp and, and fun and exciting. How are you making headway and setting the standard? Ooh, that's, that's a good one there. So that's, that, that's our crux is try, trying to not just set our own standard internally, but also be involved nationally and, and help set those standards. So we're big believers in it. We're big believers in if we've learned something once, we shouldn't have to learn it again. So we're really big on documentation, process, procedure, and policies internally. And that's still in, in full swing development. We learned a lot over the years and we kept a lot of good notes. So we, we're, we're definitely fast tracking that. We're also involved with, like I said before, the Amicus O&M Cooperative and some engineering firms that are engineering firms in different areas. And then we, we want to get involved shortly with some of the national engineering firms as well and help support, bring back that knowledge from what we're seeing in the field day to day, bring back that real world knowledge, blue collar side of it back to the white collar side and and try to mold things together to create those standards. So when you come into an engineering firm, are you helping them with like the experience? All right, these are some of the standards in solar that you need to, to oblige by? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll give feedback to some of our, some of our clients that are pure play engineers or solar EPCs, pure play installers. We bring back knowledge and what we're seeing in the field, better design, better areas for improvement of designing these systems to help support the, the post-installation work that's being done, which is preventive maintenance inspections annually, corrective repairs, troubleshooting, things like that. So we do that, but then we're also somebody working with an engineering firm right now that is working nationally across the board with all types of different solar companies, developers, installers, financiers, and he's been collecting feedback from all these different service companies out in the nation. 
to see where there is some consistency in standardization. So we're trying to spend as much time as we can with him to pull all that data together and give additional feedback and such. I think you have 100,000 people doing solar. Everybody has their own style. And so... Yeah, very true. It's it's still somewhat the Wild West in solar. The industry's it's been around for a while, especially starting way back in California. But as it's new in each area, it's it's a lot of people still trying to figure a lot of stuff out. I've been saying that for years too. I kind of I kind of look at the solar industry like we we're definitely out of middle school. We're we're I think we're pretty much knocked through junior high at this point. We're still in high school, but we we do have a long way to go to to improve overall in all different areas of solar, but we're, we're on our way to that, you know, that, that bachelor's and master's degrees. And are you seeing the technology evolve a lot? Yeah, the technology, yes and no. We see, we've been typically so busy with annual preventive maintenance inspections of older legacy systems. We're seeing some change in the technology in body control inspections, also commissioning of systems. The one thing that I think is super cool that that's newer to the East Coast, I'm not going to say it's brand new, but it's a little bit newer, is uh, photovoltaics. So these big, huge floating systems on like docks out in, out on reservoirs, that's tricky. It's super cool if you like going fishing during the workday, because yeah, that's, that's the newest thing, but the rest of the technology, we're seeing some battery storage. We, we haven't been too involved with that right now, but we're getting more and more requests New charging's coming about, but as far as inverters on these systems there. I haven't seen a huge change that, that affects us as a service company. What would your advice be to new entrepreneurs? Um, well, before trying to become a new entrepreneur, get the experience, build the confidence. Don't just work for one company for five years, 10 years. Bounce around a little bit. Try to get, gain as much knowledge as you can from how different companies operate. And then once your, con- your confidence is that boosted, like, I mostly know this, like, I'm, I may not be perfect and know everything about it, but I'm confident enough that I know I can make this happen. So get that, get that knowledge and experience, build that confidence and just grind, just, just go for it. Don't look back either. Somebody else, actually, my father-in-law is one of his best friends said to me, he said years ago, he's like, Jess, you got to find that one thing in the niche of the industry that you're in and never think that it's riskier work for yourself than it is for business. And I scratched my head for a second. It didn't make sense. And I asked him more. He said, when you're working for whatever employer you're at, you don't know all the fine details of what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know the financials. You don't know what their plans are. So it's actually less riskier going to work for yourself and becoming an entrepreneur. And yeah, it's difficult at times, but it's, you don't really think about working that 40 hours a week for a paycheck. You just work, like whatever it takes. You might have, you have flexibility. So if you don't want to start till 10 in the morning, go ahead. But you might be working all 10 at night. So there's a lot of pros and cons, but just, just get after it and just grind. It's true. There's a, it's almost false uncertainty having a job. It's stability of the paycheck, but what if the company goes under? What if they decide to outsource all the staff? Yeah. And as you said, at least you have control with your own business. Exactly right. So if one of our listeners wanted to get in touch with your company or yourself, how could they do so? Sure. So you can visit our website, triforceenergy.com. And you could also send in an email to us. Uh, you can leave, leave a link down for uh, service at, at uh, triforceenergy.com or even jessie at 
Thank you, Jesse, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to subscribe. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.